This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, this is the Knapsack Files, and this is the 99th interview on the Knapsack Files podcast feed. Can you believe it? It's been a long way since I sat down with Matt Key in, I believe, May of 2013, and me and the great Matt Key talked for about 29 minutes, and I thought that's about as much as I'm capable of doing. <laughs> but here we are now, years later, 99 interviews uh, uh, from that point, other shows still on here. You guys appreciate the support, and to new supporters, new listeners, I appreciate you as well. Let's start this journey together. And speaking of journeys together, my guest tonight, uh, he and I went on a, a quick little journey together back in uh, the heady days of 2015 and we 2016. Did. Did. And that is when we worked together at Defy Media. It is producer, writer, swell guy, Michael Rainey. I'm going to put that on my business card, swell guy. I think that's that's what's been holding me back. <laughs> is that the one? That, that's, that's the thing that's, that's going to put thing. you I over mean, the edge. Writers and producers, plenty of those in Hollywood. Swell guys. <laughs> swell guys. Well, as we're learning, and not a lot of swell guys in Hollywood. That's true. That's so, true. so maybe you and I should broadcast that a little more. <laughs> yeah. Man, where did you start in this career? Now, if, all right, so you and I, backstory, mm-hmm. Matt working at Defy Media, me for Screen Junkies, you were running the Ami brand, which yep. uh, among a, a many things you were doing, and, and the show, uh, uh, what, what, Man at Arms? Man at Arms was the big hit on Ami. It's, yeah. uh, for those of you who don't know, it's um, a show where blacksmiths recreate swords from movies and video games, and the right. man, they do amazing work. They really do. Oh, um, yeah. And I, I totally stole one of the things when I left. I got the, um, the Predator <laughs> arm blades that's sitting in my living room right now. I, uh, I think you know, but I think I could officially say uh, I don't own them. Mm-hmm. But I did uh, – there was two Xena Warrior Princess items. Right. That no longer are there. Yeah, no. Somebody <laughs> asked me about it later. and was like, what happened to those Xena? And I was like, oh, I, um, I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah. To be fair, someone else gave me permission to take them. Right. Another producer there. I, I, I didn't just fine. swipe them. Right. But I think. I wouldn't hold it against you if no. you did. But but I appreciate that. Never. I regret doing it for other reasons. But uh, <laughs> sure. I'm glad I took them. Yeah, no, the work was great. And you uh, you and I just hit it off kind of uh, the same, same ilk, which is dangerous. When people of the same ilk get together, they can feel feed off each other's ilkness. Yes. But you are, uh, you are, when did this begin? This, uh, this journey, this career, because we're in this digital, digital, digital media thing, which is uh, crazy. Right. Um, you know, it's funny cause I, I had no intention of going into this initially. I right. was, I was theater man. That was, that was, you know, okay. it was a big part of, uh, my high school experience. I did not have the best high school experience. And so mm-hmm. like many people, I, I kind of fell into the arts as, as a form of escapism. Right. Um, and it, it meant a lot to me then. And so, you know, I was a uh, theater teacher was kind of my plan. I went to, to Arizona State. Well, I grew up in Arizona, so Arizona State made sense. At the time. Right, right. And you grew up in Prescott? Prescott. Which you is, said it correctly, which is Well, that's important. because my girlfriend's from Prescott. Okay. Well, born then, in another part yes, of Arizona, yeah, but yes. raised in Prescott. So it's, I understand. That's the number one faux pas is calling it Prescott. Like yeah, it's spelled. Yeah. And that's just, that, that would be terrible. How dare you? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I ended up in Phoenix a couple years at ASU and mm. ended up hating all of the theater classes and most of the environment. Yeah. And, you know, it was just a bunch of people that were very, very proud of art. And I'm like, <laughs> it's a job. Like, it's like, yes, we're art and all that, but but it's also just a job and we're all here to do it. Yeah. So just do it. Um, you and I are similar in that regard. Yeah. I love artists, respect artists. I, I do too. I uh, do, you, do too. You I mean, totally. But I, when it comes down to me, I'm like, can I just have a cheeseburger and we'll recite some lines? Exactly. <laughs> Um, and so I ended up taking the two film classes that they had available at the time just to, mm. you know, fill in some electives. And I was like, oh, I actually really enjoy this. Uh. This this is, is – it's so much more enjoyable. And you get a tangible product at the end. I mean there's there is something right. very special about theater and the, the ethereal quality of – of whatever performance you saw will never be seen again. Right, right, right. And and there is something special about that. And and there's a connection between the audience, the performers, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I 
as time went on, I found that I really enjoyed the, you know, having a tangible product that you yeah. can share and goes so much further than, than the theater. That held a lot of appeal for me. How long were you looking at theater as your life? Uh, did it start very young in the sense of, because this sounds like a, though it's in the same, not field, but same, same, same football field, right, <laughs> different yard lines. Uh, that's a change in life goals. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's always been a part of my life. My, my dad was uh, a theater major as well. And, right. and as a big, it's actually how my dad and my stepmother met. Um, was doing theater together. And so it's, it's always been a part of the family. Um, but I think for me, yeah, it's as much as it's been a while since I've, I've done the performing side and done the theater side. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, it was a lot of fun and I always enjoyed that, that being able to express myself in that way. But, you know, at some point it just, it didn't appeal to me the way it used to and I needed something new. And, and, you know, after I went through the two film classes that were yeah. available, I was like, okay, I need to try something new. Yeah. Um, and, and you I wanted c- to be a film or th- a theater teacher. A theater teacher. Well, I figured... And that was the route. <laughs> I also wanted some... I wanted a, a you know, a full-time job. And there's like... <laughs> that's, there's, that's smart. You know, there's plenty of, of writers and actors and all that that, yeah. are, you know, you do so many other things on the side because right. it, it turns out it's a little difficult to get started <laughs> in that field. Um, so I figured theater teacher, you know, right. it was also... Um, I my home life was kind of falling apart during high school, oh, okay. and my theater teacher was someone who who really stood out to me as someone who was there for me and very supportive, right. and and it, it you know it made a big difference in my life, and it was something right. where I I wanted to be able to to give that back at some point as well, right. and it's still something that's in kind of in the back of my mind. See? I would love to teach in the future. Swell guy, I, I, I try, <laughs> I try. <laughs> Um, so good. So 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 you make the switch. Two film classes. Something connects in you. You probably had always exactly. been a movie fan. I get that part of it. But then uh, you you decide to to change gears completely. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. I w- tried to get into Cal State Long Beach. Um, yeah. But I didn't have California residency at the time, so I ended up using my parents' address in California to get residency. And in the meantime, I ended up working at the Utah Shakespeare Festival for a few years. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was yeah. a little circuitous route to get to Los yeah. Angeles. Um, the Shakespeare Festival was a trip. It was a lot of fun. I've heard about these Shakespeare's festivals, man. It's, yeah, it's crazy because it's, yeah. I mean, Utah in particular, because it's, it's, I don't know if you're aware, a very conservative state. <laughs> it's a little, no Diet Cokes allowed, it, no, all right? Yeah, exactly. Um, Calm it down. The town that we were in, Cedar City, was 93% Mormon. Sure. And it yeah. was, I think, I don't know, 20,000 people maybe in that city. Right. Um, and But everyone that worked at the festival came in from out of state. Right, right. We're all, you know, Just little kinda. hippie types. Um, and the way that the, the festival was set up is they actually owned... Um, a couple apartment buildings. Okay. And so the people, you know, cause you're only working for like six months out of the year. Right. So everyone that worked, we're all living together. We're all, you know, <laughs> the little pocket of liberalism in the middle of very conservative <laughs> Utah. And so just every weekend was crazy. It was yeah. just, we, we would start every season with the Bacchanal bash. Mm. Uh, Explain more. Th- well, uh, the Roman God Bacchus, who is the yeah. God of theater and wine. And debauchery. They go together. All three things go together. Exactly. So, you know, we would celebrate him in in (laughs) hopes of having a successful season, which really what that means is a 55-gallon trash can filled with uh, jungle juice. Sounds... uh, for us was, I think, one part Everclear... One part Hawaiian punch and one part water, I think, was was the mixture. When, whenever clears your base, oh yeah, that's not a great. Well, because <laughs> that's a great time. There was only that. so much alcohol to find, and so you had to go for the really strong stuff and then <laughs> dilute pack, it out to, to pack the punch. Pack the punch exactly. Hawaii, that's electrified Hawaiian punch. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, fifty-five gallon drum. Fifty-five gallon drum. I was technically arrested. One of the one of this, those parties in Utah. Well, they didn't actually take me in because it was like that's more effort than it's worth. Your your swell guy status is getting. I know, cooler. I know. It's Ooh. getting layered. Ooh, yeah. No, that's I'm like an onion. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was disturbing the peace. I was like, oh, that's that's. There's a certain <laughs> swagger to that, well, I suppose. I, how how like fill in the 55 gallon drum or? Just? Well, no, this was I didn't actually have the the uh, <laughs> the big gallon drum, and I think that they were disappointed they couldn't you know nail me for like giving alcohol to minors <laughs> or anything like that. No, I, I was putting on a superhero party. Sure. And, and the rule was that everyone had to dress up as a superhero. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is like middle of July. Yeah. Um, and like we had prizes set up and all that sort of thing, and literally. F- 10 minutes into the party. And bear in mind, because mm-hmm. we're all in the same apartment building, the parties just happen in the parking lot. Because yeah. we all just You're not come disturbing. down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but we got surrounded by cops. Like 10 cops showed up surrounding us from, from every direction I mean, so no one could leave. Right. And they were like, oh, we're shutting this party down. <laughs> um, and being the one who, who put the party together, 
I, I you had to step forward. I had to step forward. And Who was, here is responsible <laughs> exactly. for this shenanigans of and and debauchery? S- and so I was charged with disturbing the peace, and I had to pay, I think, a hundred and fifty dollar fine or something like that. But this actually, everyone at the party chipped in, so I, only, so I you, paid like twenty bucks. You actually came out ahead. Yeah, you made money on it there. This thing. That's, uh, that's how you do it. So you're up here doing Shakespeare. You you performing behind the scenes, building things. What do you do? All uh, of it behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because it's it's to me again, it's a job. Right, and right. the culture there was completely, it was night and day difference between the performers and you mm. know, the run crew, the people behind the scenes. Right. Um, and it's so much more fun with the behind the scenes people because you just, you're showing up, you're doing your job and, and obviously you want the, the, everything to go well, go, you want right. the performance to do well. But I, I remember very specifically, mm. like, as you mentioned, you're a cheeseburger guy. Yeah. I'm out on the dock with a buddy of mine because he's having a cigarette and one of the actors comes out and it's like, you know what I'm missing? I just, I haven't had duck liver pate in a while. <laughs> And the other, the other actor was like, oh, I've got a great chicken liver pate recipe. You need to come over to my place tonight. We'll have chicken liver pate. And was, oh, that's fantastic. And they just were so excited. And I, and I went inside with my friend, and I was like, if I ever feel a need for duck liver or chicken liver pate, punch me in the head. Punch me in. And he, same goes for him. <laughs> Take me to a 7-Eleven. Let's get some uh, Tostitos and uh, pizza right then. Exactly, exactly. So you, you are, you're, you're up in Utah kind of mm-hmm. hovering around your career goals, and you want to make this big move. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and you don't want to be a star. You don't want to be an actor. You don't no. want to be – you want to go and make things. Um, how do you approach that? How do you make that leap? That, that's a giant leap, even though it may seem small. Um, well, I did eventually uh, make my way to Long Beach and finished film school. Mm. Um, after film school, I went into uh, a truly, truly horrid internship. Mm. Um, I won't say the man who started it. Um, <laughs> Would but, we know? Uh, probably not. Probably he didn't. No, because okay. of course, okay. the, the most horrible people are the people that ha- their careers have gone nowhere and they have to take their stress out on something. Oh, absolutely, so. absolutely. Um, but I, what I will say for the internship was this, is that I, I did learn a lot. Yeah. And it was, and there was, I think, 20 interns there at the time. Yeah. Like, he, had, he didn't have, he had, like, one actual employee, and then it was 20 interns. Sure, it's were. a good business model. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there was this real Band of Brothers feel to it. Okay. Where it's like, I actually, I don't really hang out with anyone from college. I don't really right, keep right. track of that crowd. But the intern crowd, like, we've all kind of gone our own, our own separate ways and our careers, and we're all, you know, building our way up the ranks. Still connected. That's, that's where I'm still connected. That's where I still, still talk to people. That's, almost, that's kind of almost the equivalent of film school. I think that's the reason to go mm-hmm. to film schools is cheaper or free equipment and the people you meet to use later exactly. on. Exactly. The piece of paper, the diploma you get yeah. is completely worthless. It's right. what did you learn while you were there, and who did you meet? And who did you meet? Yeah. And, and uh, this, so you're interning, this is what, film production or? Um, what is this it? is more this is- film development. Oh, okay. Um, well, specifically TV development. It was it was a lot of reality shows. I mean, that was that's mm. the success that, that the owner had had been in reality TV, so it was mm. all coming up with the next reality. Program. What what year is this? What era? This would have been twenty eleven. Oh wow! Okay, not that long ago. No, no, not not at all. Um, I, 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 you know, I know you're slightly younger than me, a little less gray in your beard. You have no gray in your beard. Good, good, God bless you. Right. But yeah, I, all right. I, I sometimes, you're so wise and seasoned where you're even, <laughs> at Defy would give me advice, you I've, know? I've lived a lot of life. You've lived parents, a lot of life. So I'm thinking like, say. I'm almost expecting you to be like, in uh, 1994, not that I think you're that old, but <laughs> that, that you've just, you know, ah, in the heady days of uh, reality TV, uh, the beginnings. But all right, there's, the 2011's a while ago too. You know, this this interview is a good boost to my ego. There's so many complications coming from you. I just, I feel you're, good about myself you're a swell now. guy who seems 80. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, so that's all I've wanted is <laughs> to present for myself. Is, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, th- this is what is, uh, you know, the, the, the coming to L.A. to chase the dream, whatever it is, whether it be an Oscar or to get a good union job on a set. Right. Um, it is it is daunting, and I think uh, a lot of people. The curtain's been pulled back, but so it's less likely that you out there listening are going to take it for granted. But I, I think it's still the the struggle, uh, especially at the beginning, to where you are now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, it must seem like ages ago. It, it really does, because um, you know I have I've I've been working digital production ever since that internship. I ended up, mm. it led me to a, a job at a, a smaller production house. Okay. I think there was ooh, nine employees at that place. So, and digital production in general, yeah. you tend to wear a lot of hats. Absolutely. Like, you, you, like what needs to be done? Oh, we don't have the money to hire somebody, so you're doing it now. You're doing that's, it. That's yeah. digital production. Yeah. And so, because of that, it's it's given me a lot of weird and interesting opportunities. And so the sort of thing where it's like, at least three or four times a year, you have to stop yourself and be like, 
what am I doing for a yeah. living? Is that, like, how yeah. do you describe to somebody else? I'm like, no, I'm casting chimpanzees today. <laughs> like, that's my job I'm, for the day. And that's, uh, yeah. I'm like, okay, sure, why not? I'm remaking Aragorn's sword. Exactly. And, yeah. and you know, and it's there is always that, that you know, as stressful as it gets and as, as long yeah. as the hours are and, and, you know, frustrating as the corporate environment can be. There, sure. Every once in a while you have to step back and be like, oh, yeah, but that's what I do with it. Like, I just play around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that perspective's needed. I, I, yeah. I would have that. I, I need that kick in the pants even now. And, and, and walking into your office a lot of times at Defy was that for me, too. Mm-hmm. Sitting down, finding the same person. We both can kind of complain uh, mm-hmm. often about the same person. And then we move on with our day knowing we're okay. Right. <laughs> they exactly. were just doing stupid Internet videos. Exactly. I mean, you know, the things that I make, somebody's watching while they take a shit. Like, yeah. That's kind of <laughs> my, like, so can you really be that stressed about, like, can you really be that concerned? There's no, uh, there's no UN peace talks breaking down. There's no cure for cancer right around the right. corner. Right. It's just we're making something to entertain people for five or ten minutes. <laughs> to distract them distract from them. their lives. Exactly. And, then they, and don't get me wrong. I think yeah. there's a, a real value to that escapism. Absolutely. Everybody needs it. Yeah, especially with the world today. Absolutely. Horrible things going on. We need this escape. Right. You just need to stop and laugh and talk and, and share, you know, whatever fun video yeah. you have. I remember our, 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 our good friend Adam Heiner, who was the VP of production for a while at the mm-hmm. Vibe before he left other things. Sometimes he was such a cool, calm cat sometimes, and it would just be his the horrible fights over budgets and <laughs> new freelance producers coming in screaming, and he'd just be like, guys, we're making YouTube videos. Exactly. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. It was always a good lesson. It was always a good reminder. But this, this, this path, this didn't exist. And I always say this, my job uh, that I have now and the job I had, screen junkies, didn't exist three, four years, five years prior. Mm-hmm. So when you're in 2011, you're, doing, you're, you're thinking you're going to end up in reality TV or you're going to produce movies or something, and then you're in this weird digital media world. Yeah, I mean, it, what really set it apart for me is uh, writing was always my chief passion. Even back in the theater days, it was mm-hmm. like I wanted to be a writer. It's, mm-hmm. it's, again, it's that that tangibility. It's that wanting right. to leave something behind. Um, it's a legacy. It's a legacy. You're obsessed with legacy, and I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, and there's and and I, as much as I, you know, play around with the yeah. idea, like. Yeah, I'm also an artist at heart. We're all artists sure. at heart. Like, we all have that inside of oh, us. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just a separation of those that know when to stop being artists and get the job done. <laughs> um, or have pate. Or have pate. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, for me, it's, you mm. know, writing was always a passion. It was something I was always interested in. Um, and so when I started with digital media, I ended up finding little opportunities to do that. Right. Um, for a while, we were producing a, a sketch comedy series for Yahoo called Sketchy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a weekly, you know, five minute sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, did a lot of producing on that and met a lot of cool people. Um, and I actually had the chance to write a few of them. Yeah. And so, and once I kind of, you know, started spreading the wings a little bit and at that job, it was like, oh, okay, you're not just on the producer side. There's a creative side to you right. as well. I got to kind of, you know, try out new ideas and, and that sort of thing. And that's what eventually led me to the job at Defy of, mm. of kind of taking a, a, you know, broader overlook of, of the creative and, and, right. and direction for the channel. And it's, it's funny cause it's, you know, my position at Defy was, was never something that I aspired to. Yeah. Um, it's something I kind of fell into and was surprised at how much I enjoy. <laughs> why is that? Why, why do you think you were surprised by it? I think it's, as a creative person, there's two yeah. different, you know, kind of approaches to things and there's, there's the, okay, I have a vision yeah. and I want to see it fulfilled. Right. And then there's someone else has a vision and you realize, oh, you have a chance to help them fulfill it. Mm. And I think to that's me, good. Yeah. that's one of the things I always find most satisfying as a producer is it's not necessarily my own projects. Although obviously I do find, you know, satisfaction right. with that. It's, oh, here's somebody else who has something they really want to accomplish. They really want to express. They really want to show you. And right. I have a chance to help them do that. That is, um, that is a really, that's a good point because I, I, I also think that's the difference between a producer and say me, <laughs> um, where I, I, you know, had this title of producer and I, that wasn't my career goal and I can do it and I can get joy. There's certainly joy in it, but yeah, uh, jokes aside, that is a special thing to really foster someone else's idea, make it your own with them and right. see it through to the end. It's a special kind of, uh, uh, special kind of uh, success. Absolutely. And not everyone's cut out for that. <laughs> no, and this no. ego-driven town. Well, and that's the thing, is that there's so many... Oh, God, producer is such a nebulous title. They could really mean anything you want. It's, in the digital media world, it means literally some nights going to get a birthday cake for Spencer. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And that's the thing, is there's a lot of people that just know that producer is important in some way, and they just want that title. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as 
Oh, there's work involved? Well, I'm not. No, I'm an executive producer, <laughs> it turns out. Yeah. yeah, that's the title I want. <laughs> yes. I want the EP, yeah. Um, but it really is. I mean, you know, I, I think there's this kind of can-do attitude with, with digital that I've always yeah. appreciated. Um, and I think about it, you know, the, I have, uh, you know, a lot of friends in, in the TV and the film world, mm. and you get stuck in one thing, and that's all you that's do. It. That's it. That's yeah. it. And the other thing about digital that I've always enjoyed is, you know, the, there's pros and cons to the complete lack of budget. It's like, okay, you right. have $17 to make this thing. Right. But because it's only $17, make whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Which is great. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah, yeah. any project on television or, or film, like, you know, I have a friend who does um, TV, TV development. And, you know, they're working on, like, maybe two projects a year. Right. Maybe those get sold. Maybe they don't. They're on to the next thing. Right. Whereas with digital, it's like, what are we doing this week? Okay, yeah. we got these three things. Great. Moving on to the next one. Like, it's, there's right. such a quick turnaround. And because of that, it's yeah. like, what do you want to try? Yeah. Great. Go try it. Oh, it didn't work? Oh, well, we're on to the next one. It you're, doesn't matter. You're learning so many skills, so many. You talk about these hats in digital media. Exactly. Yeah, and that's one of the things I learned pretty quickly coming to this from another another field and being more of a radio podcast guy. And like, yeah, and and, and the, you've said the turnaround. It's pretty impressive what, what happens there where it's like, cool, on Monday, we're going to do a game show on Friday. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Can you go get a set built, cast it, write all the questions. Thanks. You have to make it happen. It's it's almost like the appeal of Saturday Night Live where you hear you hear, you know, they're writing a full ninety minute show in three, four days and getting it up. Uh, exactly. That's hard. So you're finding some joy in that, but it's frustrating. And why do you think this digital media world it it's I always say it's the future, but it's it's also not. Like it's not working. <laughs> it's not working the right way or the way we want it to work. I think the problem is that it's such a new medium and yeah. While there's plenty of, of performers and, and you know, the influencers is the appropriate Influences, term. Influencers. Yes, I, I learned that quick. Um, you know, there's plenty of people that have, that have grown up with YouTube, but none of them are making the decisions. Mm -hmm. None of the people that really understand the culture hold the money and, and have the connections and, and know what they're doing. I mean, right. everyone at top is someone who came up in a different medium yeah. or just has a lot of money. And it's like, oh, YouTube, that's the thing I'm supposed to invest in. Yeah. Um, right. And they don't really know how to approach it. And it really is its own beast. I mean, and I would argue to some extent, mm. even the giant distrib you know, distribution models, yeah. YouTube doesn't know what YouTube is. Right. Snapchat doesn't know what Snapchat is. Facebook right. doesn't know what Facebook is. Right. They're all, they all know what's the future. They all know what's important. They all know it's how you reach people. Right. But nobody actually understands the culture and, and what goes into that. Yeah. Yeah, or the changes that yeah, they make. Exactly. And now with Twitter, you can write 14 paragraphs. We, we didn't want that. <laughs> That's, that that was, makes no difference yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Snapchat is, yeah. is developing content now. And it's like, what? Yeah, yeah. What, no, nobody's going to watch it. Nobody's yeah. going to watch it. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I mean, best of luck to everyone who works at Snapchat. I hope it goes well for you. But <laughs> we learned our lesson from Vine a year ago, didn't we? Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's not successful. There's no business model there that you can pull from. And you're so right. It is such a new medium. This is like film in like 1912, you know, like we're, we, we don't quite know. So I, I, I think it will grow, but like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, guys like you and me, some, or we come to it from different paths and you're right. Like, not that I, I don't feel like I'm out of touch. I really don't. I'm part of what's going on. But like at the same time, you know, I look at my, uh, my 11 year old cousin flipping around on YouTube and, and, and talking about things she likes and different f apps and this and that. And it's like, okay, someone will figure it out. It might not be us. Cause we're still t tied to, I think traditional success, traditional ways of doing things, uh, you know, but the digital, I mean, the budget number one. Yeah. Yeah. We are the world. And we if I ten can, bucks to do it. If I can get it, let me get a little existential, a little oh, deep please. for a moment here. Uh, that, just, I just want this. Yes. I want this. I, I mean, I think people go online for three reasons. Mm. You want to be informed about something. Right. Uh, you want escapism yeah. or you want to connect. Yeah. And the connection is the thing that everyone is trying to make and can't because it's not something you can force. It has to be organic. Right. You know, the Facebook works because you're connected with your friends and you're sharing things with each other and, oh, right. they you know have similar interests and therefore whatever pops up on your page, you know, that sort of thing. Right. Um, but there's all these interesting approaches to, to Facebook and YouTube and, and, you know, people trying to squeeze something into that model that doesn't really fit because they don't right. know why we're here in the first place. <laughs> and I actually don't think it's, it's a generational thing. I mean, sure, right. you know, you grow up with whatever, you're more used to, you know, right. swiping right or tapping left or whatever the hell you Sure, do. Yeah, I think it's swipe right. Sure. I think you want to swipe right. Right. I'm Maybe. still waiting for still, yeah. I'm still waiting. Um, 
but at the end, we still we, all of us want those same three things from from right. our online entertainment. And right. as long as you're finding the connection, like that's all that really matters, you know. And and you know, everyone's always asking, how do we get the next viral video? Yeah, you don't. That's not something you can make. Oh, I hear that question so much at work oh, right the now. Wor- it's the worst. I'm like, and anytime somebody asks me that, yeah, it's it's like, oh, you don't know what you're doing. Got it. Yeah, done. The yeah. same thing with like anyone who's like, how do we connect with millennials? Well, you can't. Good luck. Because you just said that. You ch- <laughs> exactly. If I have to hear one more time, we need to find our honest trailers, you're not going to find it. Yeah. You know, that got found by accident and 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 became its own thing. CinemaSense found itself by accident. Exactly. Um, you know, Red Letter Meter found itself by accident. Like, yeah, it just happens. But you're, you've been in that position to, to try to develop these kind of things. Yeah. And, it's, and it isn't the easiest thing. But yeah. I think at the end of the day, what really boils down to in my opinion mm-hmm. is finding someone who cares about something mm-hmm. what do you care about great go do it right and either it has an audience or it doesn't right right and the thing is and that's kind of the wonder of of the internet and and the global world that we live in now mm-hmm. is that everything has an audience yeah. i remember very specifically this is like early days of of the internet back in the 90s yeah yeah um Oh, it's a failure. Remember those? Yes, exactly. Uh, um, I had a friend in high school who was uh, a goth. You know, just sure. head to toe black. You know, long right, hair right. and very creepy looking. Nicest guy in the world. Like, if I had to ask ask someone for a kidney, he's the man he's I would the ask. Um, but he looks like he has body parts in his freezer. Like that's just <laughs> and might he might he might. But I mean, I'm sure he asked. That's so yeah. fine. Um, I remember. You know, he was on goth sewing forums. When the internet first started, like this yeah. was before YouTube yeah. or anything, like because it's really hard to find goth clothes in Prescott, um, <laughs> and so if you want all black clothing, you have to make your own. And yeah. so he was on sewing forums for other goths who had run into the similar situation, and yeah. you know had to come up with with whatever outfit, and and that to me that's what the internet's all about. And there's pros and cons to that, right, right, right. Because you, it's very easy to fall into a bubble of like, oh well, everyone is a goth sewer, and I'm like, yeah. no, they're not, no, they're not. <laughs> I'm glad you found your people, but there's the rest of the world we also need to explore. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is it was something that, that was passionate for him. Yeah. And he found an audience. He found a, a community to be a part of. Right. And ultimately, that's all we're trying to do. Like, that's all you can really accomplish is what do you care about? Yeah. Find the other people that care about that as well and start your community, start your, your and, story. And, and, and maybe take some time to do it. And that, 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 yes. yeah. And that's, that's the other thing. And I look at, I get, there's money involved, there's pressure. Yeah. There's numbers and these, we co- all got to pay our bills. Yeah. And these, and these, uh, these companies come in, like I, I envy some of the folks out there who could, uh, do it on their own. Like, and also actually the knapsack files here started as, you know, I was working, producing uh, on my free time for Schmoes. No, mm-hmm. and their podcast. And it was like, I'm going to start doing my own thing. And I, I've, there's been a couple of times, very fair offers to join like the Schmoes No Podcast Network. And I've always wanted to keep this as far as I can, uh, even though I'm connected to the world and inter- interview a lot of the same people and stuff, because I want it to be mine. So I envy the people that kind of can sit down with a, you know, 4K streaming Mevo camera and just do it on their own. Yeah. And figure it out because then you and I get to these points where these jobs and these companies and these um, someone in a big office goes, uh, should we invest in the Internet? Here's five hundred million dollars. Change everything. Yes, and that's a that's a t- that's a hard road to make fun viral content in. Exactly. Well, and then there's the same. You know, it's like, oh, should we invest? Here's the money. You start working on it. And it's like, well, that's not how you make TV. Right. We're not making TV. We're making the, this is a different yeah. medium with different situations that you have to deal with. Yeah. But at the same time, like. People still need to get paid and yeah. like have you know and, and the ways you make I've, it a TV show have some strategies and best practices that we could certainly learn to sure, use. Sure, there's, there's certain yeah. aspects of that we'd, we'd love to have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think it's it's you know, I, I think no matter what the medium is, everyone's mm. looking for that next big hit. You know, it's, yeah. yeah. The, do you see the news today or sure. recently that Amazon is starting their the Lord of the Rings? Oh, yeah, series? yeah, yeah. The multi-season commitment. Everybody wants their own Game of Thrones. It's yeah. not going to work out. It's not going to work. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm a Lord of the Rings fan, but I I, it's too. not going to work out. I, you know, uh, I think I was nine when I started reading that. Right. Was, you know. You just finished it last year. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, I totally <laughs> agree. It's the NFL playbook thing. A team wins a Super Bowl with a certain – style of offense or a certain style of defense and every 
owner in the league says, we have to copy that. Right. And then no one wins the Super Bowl but that team or no one else. Or a new style comes along. Yeah, and there's so much of that. And then you also have to kind of oddly, like you said, stay in your lanes, which can be frustrating. Mm -hmm. I get frustrated sometimes over my job now where we'll try something new. It's not just... We're still discussing and celebrating movies, but we're not talking about the news in a 55-minute discussion format, right. and that doesn't get received well. And so you have, to, you have to remember, well, you found your group that cares, and then they may not care about the other thing you care about or the other way you care about doing it. Exactly. And I think there's also – I think it was Chris Rock who said, you know, the difference between stand-up comedians and, mm. and you know, rock and roll musicians. Yeah. For a rock and roll musician, they want to hear the exact same songs they've heard every time you've toured. Yes. They want to hear your biggest hits. And if you try to play anything else, they get really pissed off. <laughs> and stand-up comedy is the exact opposite. If yeah. you tell a joke you've already told, yeah. they don't give a shit they anymore. Yeah. You know. yeah. um, so I think there's a lot of... Also, I didn't ask you before we started. Mm. Is it? I'm just cursing up a storm here. It's it's all right. Okay. You know, to sure. just... You know, I haven't dropped the F bomb yet. Yeah, keep just, that one out. I don't, no, sure. I don't okay. care. My yeah. mom will care and iTunes <laughs> ratings will care, but I'm okay. okay. I want you to be you. I've also not known you to be a big, big potty mouth. I'm not a big potty mouth. But yeah. I, you know, I, you no. know, every once in a while, one slips out. When I mean, when you're talking about a Chris Rock story, exactly. I expect it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. Um, but no, just that idea of, you know, that, that separation between those two mediums of like yeah. one, they want to hear the same thing every time. Yes. And one, it's got to be fresh every time. Yeah. And I think that's, that's kind of the big mistake that everyone makes is they see something, they see some success and they're like, oh, I want that. Yeah. It's like, well, if they, if our audience wanted that, they can just go watch it over there. So we <laughs> yeah, have to come up with our thing. Yes. It's different and yes. new. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's one thing to say, well, look at what other channels are doing. Then some other things, sure. you know, I've had some fights recently of like, uh, well, do uh, that channels get 600,000 views on that uh, video explaining why Darth Vader sits down, uh, you know, during fights, exactly. like uh, make a video about that. And I'm like, I, it's not going to do well because that's what they do. Exactly. Let's find what we do and do it the best we can. This is a, a weird uh, industry we're in. It's even uh, it's this weird subsection of old Hollywood. Um, do you have any? How do you look at the future here? Um, I I fret that I can't be fifty talking Star Wars on a YouTube channel. Um, See, I disagree. You disagree? I do. Why is that? Because pump me up. <laughs> there are other fifty year olds out there, yeah, who care about Star Wars and understand how YouTube works enough to find you. They'll stick with it. They'll stick with. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Is that like, I think. Part of the digital revolution is yeah. the nerd revolution. It's the idea that, you know, yeah. when we were kids, video games and comic books, that was child's play. Right. And now, you know. It's adults. Play. It's adults play. It's exactly. It's like all those kids grew up and decided we still like those toys and we're still going to play with them. Oh, have I? Right. And so, you know, if I, I think there's a, a cultural shift that has happened. Right. The best part of that is, is that all these things that, that used to be taboo are no longer taboo. So yeah. let's explore it in however we want to explore it. Yeah. Um, Wild West. Oh, the Wild West, exactly. Yeah. And so everyone that, you know, if I want to get on YouTube and see who's talking about Star Wars and... And I'm there. And you're there. Okay. And, and So I'm not, not going to be a failure. You're not going to be a failure. No, not at all. I think it's really what it comes down to is, is like yeah. anything else. It's, yeah. it's where's your community? Where's your community? Where are the other people like you? Yeah. Because they're looking for you. You just got to find them. Just you got to let them... Find you exactly, and find yourself yeah. among there. But uh, do you do you uh, do you have an eye on the future? You you've changed. You you went from theater to being a theater teacher <laughs> yeah, to yeah. digital production. You want to be a writer. You've written. Make no mistake. Mm -hmm. But how do you approach continuing on? And where where where, where you where do you want to be? Where the next step in my career? Yeah, because um, that will help someone else find it. Yes, you know I think for me there's. Well, it's like you said, everyone's got to pay the bills. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone's got their own personal thing that they want to create. Sure. And so the next step for me is actually starting my own business and, and kind of doing that for myself. Because I've, I've spent, you know, better half of a decade here mm. uh, giving away ideas, essentially. I mean, I got yeah. paid for it. Don't get me wrong. It was but, a job. But, but yeah. it's a job. And, and you know... This, for me, the most frustrating thing as a creative person is coming with up with something that you really believe in, that you really have a passion for, and you're like, oh, you know what? I, I took the time. I did this right, and I right. know it's solid. I know it'll work. Yeah. And then watching it go nowhere because you <laughs> did it for somebody else. Um, I wrote a, a pilot with a friend of mine a few years ago yeah. um, around Newsweek. Mm -hmm. There was a big uh, kind of cultural revolution in the beginning of the 60s with the women of Newsweek. You know, right. they we're just secretaries and nothing more at the right. time. And, and like, no, we have something to contribute as well. 
And, um, you know, it was a big kind of story from, from the history of Newswork, Newsweek as yeah. they were shutting down, as they were getting rid of their print edition. Mm. You know, a lot of this was, was kind of coming back up again. Right. And so we wrote this really solid pilot around, you know, the changes of that era and right. kind of, and basically it took place in two different eras. It was early 2000s um, and then the early 60s and nice. kind of, you know, showing the difference between the, you know, right. the progress of journalism in each instance. Right. Couldn't have been more proud of that script. Went absolutely nowhere. Right. <laughs> and, I, like, and I don't even have the option of trying to take it somewhere myself because yeah. I was working for somebody else at the time and I wrote yeah. for them. Yeah. So, you know, that's it's stuck. That to me is the most frustrating thing. And I know a lot of creative people that are, that, you know, feel very beaten down in this industry because of that. It's yeah. like, well, I need a job to pay the bills and this guy's paying me to write. Right. So he owns it. Yeah. But that's that's the end of it. That's, that's you know, it. the train ends there at that station and that's, there's nothing else you can do. Yeah. So I think for me, I mean, and I think that's part of the, again, part of that digital revolution and part of the the beauty of where we're at in the world now mm-hmm. is like, it's easier than ever to make stuff yourself. It is. On I the mean, phone. We're, we're sitting here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got a laptop and a couple of mics and yeah. and we're making a podcast. Yeah. I mean, I that's mean, this is a luxurious of. studio. Like, very, I don't know very, what you're talking about. You know what? I mean, it's, I'm drinking <laughs> yeah. from a forest moon of Endor glass right now. As you should. It's the most luxurious glass. I, I gave know. you that with a lot of uh, love in my heart. Oh, I felt the love. <laughs> um, but the fact that, you know, you're yeah. able to create something. Yeah. 15 years ago, that wouldn't have been possible. Impossible. But yeah. here you go. Yeah. And who knows what this leads to? I'm, I'm, I'm reaching more people now that here with this podcast, my Force Center podcast, than I did my small, small town radio job. Exactly. And that was, and I couldn't, when I got let go, I couldn't just go get another job. Mm-hmm. It didn't exist. There was too many gatekeepers, too many ways. You know, it was like, and, and, you know, and, and, and there's a downside to, hey, everyone can do it. But also with what you're talking about here, finding the, uh, um, you know, finding your way, finding your community and having, controlling your own destiny. That's, that's a good goal to have. That's exactly it. And, and you know, like, just go make it. And yeah. if it's no good, great, make another one. And if that's no good, make a third. Like, just keep like keep yeah. going at it until you find something that works for you and works for the world. And right, that's and you'll find it. And then you'll find and that, it. And that a lot digital teaches you that. Absolutely, digital absolutely, absolutely teaches that. Uh, the the it's fast, it's immediate. The success and the failure. <laughs> How uh, you know you and I now things have changed. When you and I used to talk, mm-hmm. we shared a common bond, and that was uh, loneliness. Um, <laughs> I've been fortunate enough to find a great girl. I'm very happy for you. Uh, what is it now? Six, seven months in. Okay. Uh, we, we're, we're debating over the time. Um, okay. She has this kind of like, it started when we started texting. I was like, we weren't, quote, official until then. It becomes this junior high argument of when we started. Right. I just want to know when the anniversary is. Right. It's harder to mark on a calendar than like, <laughs> oh, we started texting in a flirtatious yeah, manner. On yeah. This figuratively, day. Our, our love started here. <laughs> right. uh, a little. But uh, you and I, you counseled me through some dark times. Oh, okay. I can only hope I did the same for you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, this is a swipe right generation, uh, <laughs> but you, you are not a, you, you like me or you were not swipe right guys. We are not. We are no, not. That's no. tough. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, I tell me if, if this sounds familiar to you. It does <laughs> already. Um, oh, I wish I'd met you in five years. Mm, that's tough. Yes. I get, a, I, 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 I for time. me anyway, there was a lot of yeah. like, oh, you're a settle down guy and I'm not settling down yet. Yet. So. Yeah, you no, know, thank you. But and and look, and, and this is no blame to them. No, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I mean, no everyone's at a different point in their yeah, life, yeah, and, yeah. and I've never held it against them. I mean, like you're either into it or you're not, and if you're not, that's fine. Like, yeah, yeah, move on to you know. Yeah, you and I are good later. Yeah, it's, you know, whatever. You and I are what I would call like the. Uh, um, I failed at it at times, to be clear. But <laughs> we're like the mo- we're the modern version of the old friend zone guys because that phrase. Sure. Has some negative connotations. Uh, the idea of taking some power and choice away from, well, from the females. We're not. We're not that. But there's 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 a certain ilk of men, and we are that ilk. We are the settled down guys. We are. We're comfort. We're safe spots, which I wouldn't want it any other way. It just took me a while to find the right right uh, right person to to who wanted to be in that safe spot. Yes. Um. So it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. But it's always worth it. Like when you find it and yeah. you're in a good spot. Always worth it. Yeah. Uh, have you given up yet? <laughs> <laughs> I have not yet. I mean, I, you know, it's no. funny. I actually just recently, this last week, yeah. you know, got like, oh, let me try the dating sites again. And I was like, oh, that's why I left. Um, oh, yeah. But I'm also, you know, I'm, uh, I'm going to be 34 next year. 
Young pup. Young pup, sure. sure. But I'm also, you know, I uh, this coming weekend I'm going to visit my little baby niece, and she's yeah. just adorable. And I say baby, she's actually three. To yeah. me, anything uh, shorter than two feet, that's a baby. Yeah, yeah. M- me too. Um, super adorable, and I just I love spending time with her. And it and it's you know, 34 is it's not that young. And it's definitely, right, I'm definitely right, at that right. point, I'm like, I am, I am a settled down guy and I'm yeah. ready to settle ready down. Ready to settle down. Um, you know, and, and I've had plenty of people that, oh, you know, you can have, it's different for the man. You can have kids older and all that. And yeah. early forties is plenty of time. And, sure. But sure. It, like, I don't want to be an old dad. Like I want to right, have right. the energy to yeah. like wrestle and play and go out in yeah. the park and do all those things. And, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, there is a little part of me that's like, okay, I'm, Universe, I've learned my lessons. I've gone through the ups and downs of relationships, and yeah. I'm ready to. Uh, You're ready. To find the one. It might be. Uh, look, I didn't. Uh, I should have given up, but I didn't. <laughs> um, so it wasn't like ah, screw it, I'm going to be alone forever. But mm-hmm. I, I had that feeling. I had that feeling. It was really weird. So when I kind of had to release that, uh, almost in a spiritual sense, uh, up to God or Iron Man, whatever you believe in, like, Both. I, I, yeah, I had to uh, kind of say, all right. Take whatever, take me, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And then it, it literally, I'm not joking, two hours later, a text came that changed my life, <laughs> you know? So um, there is something to releasing and being ready for it. Yes. And I have faith you're not going to be as old as me when I finally found the right love. Um, I've had a great relationships in the past, by the way, uh, great ones, and you learn from all those relationships. You do. I mean, every, you mm-hmm. know, I, I, I hate to, th- you know, use the term failed relationship, but it's like, that's, that's mm-hmm. a misnomer. That's incorrect. That's mm-hmm. not a healthy way of viewing things. Yeah. It's no, you're learning, you're growing, you're, you know, I mean, there's certain things that I look back on as, oh, I, I made mistakes there and I've learned and I've, right. I'm definitely, I didn't make that mistake again. I made a whole new mistake, but right. each time, you know, you get a little bit closer to being the type of person you need to be to actually make a relationship work. Absolutely. My, my therapist used to basically say, you know, they, they either work or they don't. <laughs> it's just that simple. Yeah. You're either going to marry this woman or you're not. <laughs> and you're going to, uh, the goal would be to, to exit in a right way and learn and both of you learn. That's why I have in general, I, I don't have a ton of relationships uh, to drop on, but I have really good uh, friendships that, that exist and, and they're not as, as closely connected as say, you know, uh, it's, it's a text here and there or an email here and there, but, uh, or an Instagram comment, you know, but I, right. I, I learned so much from my exes and, and I hope they did. And I, I feel they did the same. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think that comes to from just being, uh, calm and mature and, 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 uh, safe spot guys. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know? absolutely. Because there is, you know, I think there's, Dating is so terrible sometimes. It can be absolutely great. It can be the best thing in the world, and it can be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many people that either are putting themselves out there and being vulnerable and getting hurt, or the flip being like, well, I'm not going to put myself out there. I'm not like, yes, I'm dating, but I'm not going to be vulnerable. (laughs) And therefore, you... Wall is up. Exactly. And then no relationship ever occurs. You know, it's just, it's such a crazy world out there, especially here in Los Angeles. I feel like this is a particularly difficult town to be a single person. It is. Um, It is. And so, again, going back to those like safe space guys, it's like when you do find the the right person, they know you're someone they can actually relax with and be with. Right. And there is something, there's a lot to be said for that. And yeah. and I will personally, like, however many lonely days, how many times they yeah. swipe left, <laughs> I'll, I'll live with that. That's fine. Because yeah. once it's right, it's right. Yeah. And, you know, you have to remember that, like, there's only, if there's only one Mrs. Right and there's three billion people, you know, to choose from, what are your yeah. chances of finding her on the first try? Yeah, exactly. I mean, one in three billion, I suppose. What, what, but yeah, yeah that, that would be the odds, three <laughs> PO. Um, yeah, it, it it is, and yeah, yeah, dating. I couldn't date. I, I still can't. If my if my if my girlfriend decides to up and leave me, uh, uh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call you and say, "Rainy, just meet me in the old folks' home when you're ready." Okay, I'll be there. Okay. Um, yeah, dating. I, and, you know, we would have some coworkers. Uh, uh, one of our friends. Uh, I'll leave her name off for her protector <laughs> and anonymity. Anonymity. That uh, as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where like every morning at Defy. She'd be sitting there like, oh, I had this like date last night. I'm going to one tonight, and there's another guy. And God bless her. And they oh, that, all, that they, hasn't changed. That so hasn't, she texts me now because <laughs> there's, there's no couch to sit on. But yes. <laughs> yes. And God bless her. She was a spectacular, I mean, spectacular person. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. But it was just, I, I was always, always admired. Every day it was like 14 guys texted her, 
God bless you. Go get yours. That's just exhausting. It was like, exhausting. That's like, that's the, like the time and the energy. Like, I'm, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos to the people that do it, and I'm, and yeah. I'm all for it. But, like, you know, and the thing is, for me, I've never had – I get very bored with people. Unless, okay. you know, it's – it's and, and I mean, not to be rude, but like yeah. – you know, I do need a certain amount of mental stimulation from from sure, any sure. relationship, any. whether it's friends or family or, or professional or, or, or professional yeah. or you know a serious relationship. Yeah, and so all of my relationships, I've been friends with them first. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, because I need to get to know the person and be like, oh, you're someone I actually really enjoy talking to, and that really is going to make a difference. I mean. Yeah. You know, you have those those people that pop up and they're like, right. ooh, they're cute, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But ten minutes later, okay, well, can we have a conversation? Yeah, I, I, I and that there's again, you and I are such a similar ilk, is, and that's that can be problems, and that's why I use that term friend zone. Um, it, again, the, the phrase has been correctly, you know, it, it's, it's a lot going, of connotations. It's a lot it. of connotations mm-hmm. to it, but there's this weird spot where where people, not just guys like you and I, I know women who do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you 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 need that comfort zone to really start opening up and to, and to feel like it's worth it and to feel like you can. I'm notorious, notorious for not talking to women for two to three months. My my own girlfriend now. I worked with her. I didn't talk. I said like three words to her for two months because I was like, I don't know. I'm intimidated. I I'm not worth it. That's right. the other big thing is sure. I'm not I'm not sure. worth it not worth the attention and I'm uh, just a schlub who likes a cheeseburger and to sit on Mike Rainey's couch in his office. Um, not a bad place to be, but, but, but it's need... about finding that person that yes. like, Oh, I want a schlub. I just want to have a cheeseburger and not be judged for it. <laughs> yes. so let's go have that and do whatever. And it, you know, yeah. I'm going to, are you ready? Yeah. Bring it full circle. Bring it full circle. It's about finding your personal connection. <laughs> it's and a... it's, it's not a, like, I mean, be the ver- best version of you. You can be, I'm not yeah. saying that like it, it doesn't, life doesn't take work. Absolutely. It right, does. Right. Relationships take work. You should better yourself to find a better person and all yeah. that. But at the end of the day, it's not about like, Oh, I'm going to get that person. It's I'm going to get the right person. Yeah. And the right person is going to be appreciating you for you. Yeah. That happens. It, it, it happens. Does. It absolutely happens. And that's how that's because at the end of the day, mm. if they're, you know, yeah. If someone's like, you know, I, I love the Instagram, you know, it's like lift up my shirt and show off my abs. <laughs> and it's like, do you really want someone who only wants you for your abs? Because yeah. I mean, that's fun for a night. But then, yeah. you know, what do you do the next day? It's like, right. what are you putting your efforts towards? If you're yeah. putting your efforts to being the best person you can be, yeah. then you will find someone who appreciates that person. And that's the makings of a good relationship you, yeah. is, is that personal connection. That It's that personal connection. It's it's how you find love and make viral videos. The, the, the two things <laughs> it's, go it's together. It's all the same thing. It's all together. I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and, and just uh, – not reveling in the loneliness too. There's there's a part where I would uh, sure. I, I, as you could tell early on, I just loved my own misery, <laughs> you know, I, and I made some continually made some bad decisions. You you if if misery were an art form, yeah, you would be Rembrandt. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, high dollar amount paintings. So that's what <laughs> yeah, I was exactly. going for. I mean, back they, they, I mean, they're all masterpieces. Yeah. There's there's no denying that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, fair. you know, and I think it's like we all have bad days. I have bad years. Exactly. You know, we all we all have a slump. We all fall into that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And it's very easy to, you know, it's kind of yeah. that self-fulfilling prophecy of like, oh, yeah. oh, well, I'm no good at this and therefore nobody's interested. And and you put that energy out into the world and then yeah. nobody is interested. It was my brand. It's still kind of, I struggle. It still kind of is sure. my brand. No, but we, we've gotten to know you this way. Yeah, 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 know? yeah. But we've, you know, we found the charm. Underneath. Found the charm. Exactly. Found the charm. And there's definitely charm in you. Uh, I have no doubt uh, that you'll... Uh, you, you, your fortunes will change. I, well, I, I, I have charm. I, I just have to find the, the right person who yeah, appreciates it. Yeah, I suppose. absolutely. Uh, because uh, uh, you, uh, I mean, uh, you are you are a deep soul. You are a deep soul. I can't I can't thank you enough. I'll thank you publicly for getting me through some tough days at Defy Media. It was my pleasure. We got. I mean, yeah. we're there for each other. I, I, yeah. There's there's no conversation that is one-sided with yeah. us. I mean, and I've always appreciated that about and, our friendship. Yeah, absolutely. And and I remember, and, and you know, you were the first, <laughs> just the story of how we met. I get uh, show up to Defy the first day. My mm-hmm. boss didn't talk to me. Uh, I don't think he said a word to me for three days, maybe a sentence or two, if I'm being fair. No, that sounds about right. Yeah. And then uh, the other, the other, uh, well, Dan, it was Dan Merle, uh, said, hey, Ken, we're going to put you in this office. And they walked me into this office, and there was a bunch of stuff that had clearly been moved off some other desks. And they, I grabbed a desk by the window, and up against the 
wall was you. <laughs> yes. Facing the wall, and you weren't sure where you were going to end up because this was your office. It, it was at the time, and I was uh, being pushed aside for, for Screen Junkies expansion. Um, <laughs> but, it, I mean, it made sense. Like, it's one of those sure. things, you know. Yeah. Um, but it did mean that in the meantime, mm-hmm. we got to chat. We got to chat, and I'll never forget. This is a little son. If you're out there listening and you're looking for friends or you're looking for boyfriends or girlfriends, you got to look for little signs. Mm-hmm. And when I knew Mike Rainey was a good guy is, again, work was going on. So Dan dropped me off the office and had to go back to work on and on his trailer. Ed- right. He was still editing at the time, too. And I sat there not knowing what my job was. My boss wasn't talking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no clue what I was supposed to do other than I, I heard I was going to help build a network. Um, uh, you were like, hey, here's the Wi-Fi code. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> all right, this is the only person willing to give me any kind of help or guidance. Look, we're all in this together one way or another. <laughs> we are here. We're all in the same race. <laughs> we're all here. We're all here together. And I'm glad to be here with you. Uh, you've, uh, you've done a lot. You are going to accomplish uh, a, a lot more from the, uh, the wild streets of Prescott, Arizona. Oh, yes. To the big city. There we go. Uh, Mike Randy, thank you so much for coming on into the Knapsack Files. It has been my absolute pleasure and my honor. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, your story is, uh, you're going to find, will be inspirational to others. <laughs> I try. You don't I think try. so. Well, yeah. uh, now, I know you're not, uh, are you, are you a huge Twitter guy? You're not on a lot. Uh, I'm not. I, to be yeah. honest, I should be. Should be. Tell you what, I'll start tweeting tonight. Okay. And then by the but time. But you have one. I have one. What is it? It's at Rainy Michael V. Right. V for uh, Velociraptor. We'll go with that today. Uh, <laughs> it changes on a daily basis. Uh, I have to make sure I'm even uh, following. We'll do this live on. Oh, yeah. Michael V. Rainey. I don't. I, I, it has been at least six months since I did anything. But wow. to, you know what? I'm going to go home right now. Okay. And I'm going to post so that all your listeners tomorrow morning, they're, oh, that guy. So I'm following you now. Okay. you and I have never, yeah, tw- I knew tw- Twitter isn't your big thing. Right. Joey Kramer, Matt Robb, and uh, James Wade, all the defor- former Defy co-workers of mine, following you with me. Oh, well, we're, there we go. We're small and mighty. We're so if you're out there listening, go follow uh, Mike on Twitter at uh, Rainy Michael V. Uh, Rainy is Rain, E-Y, Michael Common spelling V. Find him. L- that will be in the description. And, and let him know. Let him know that you enjoyed his inspirational cheeseburger speech here. No, I think that was mine. I don't know. Uh, do that. Uh, thank you, sir. We'll follow your adventures. You can follow the Knapsack Files on Facebook by liking the official page and following me at Ken Knapsack. The uh, Patreon page is up and running with some new adjusted rewards, some new goals, got some new followers. You guys are so great for supporting the Knapsack Files podcast feed as it grows and expands into 2018 and beyond. Got a lot of fun things going, and I'm happy to have you guys on board. You can listen to this podcast on Podomatic, Stitcher. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and tune in. A lot of choices for you. So that's it for Mike. For all of you trying to find your community, that's it. We'll see you next time.